0: Log Talk Radio.
1: I would pass the step.
2: to hear that's what I like to hear for this is the day the Lord has made that us rejoice and be glad in it. So where were you yesterday? Uh yesterday was wow Wednesday and Vivian brought us our socially conscious news and she talked about the last Just like that, Uh, the last police officer uh, has been found guilty in the George Floyd murder case. And uh, this particular officer was the one that held back uh, the bystanders while, you know, Chauvin held his knee to George Floyd's neck. And he also was the uh, individual that prevented uh, George Floyd from getting medical attention. Yeah. Well, like I said, he's been found guilty. So uh, next is to see how long he's going to have to spend in jail. You know, talking to the ladies yesterday, they all said a life for a life. Now, we're not talking about uh, the death penalty. But we're talking about life behind bars. You know, you took a life. Now your life should be taken from you. where well, you don't get to walk out here on the street and just go on uh, business as usual but that you have the same thing happen to you. All Well, Vivian also talked about the uh, bill that they are trying to pass that would allow New Yorkers to take a picture and submit it of all of the cops who are you know, who illegally park now those of you may have seen some of the stuff that they do with their cars such as you know, double park, such as take up those spots that you would get a ticket for, but they could occupy the time. You know, I even talked about seeing the, uh, the cops. You know, they'll stop pretty much wherever they want to stop. They'll park their car, cat a corner, diagonally. And uh, then they'll go on and have some big conversation with someone else in a patrol car. Oh, yeah, they, they, they funny. They funny. They real annoyingly funny. Well, you know, it's, it's now time that they're given, giving the New Yorkers an opportunity to, you know, show who's really boss. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much because, you know, too many of them are walking around acting as though they have to answer to no one. They can do whatever it is they want to do. So, listen... They need to get it together because now we can take pictures and submit them. There was also a uh, a level of concern as to you know making sure this these submissions are anonymous, where you can't find out who sent it, you know, because you don't want any reverberation to come back. No, and you know how these people are. You know how they are They'll they'll take up for one another In a minute So that was the You know the primary concern About us getting involved As regular everyday citizens Well Vivian also spoke about the coach Who uh, Has a new type Of practice Going on Well after the practice based on who did the best or who did the worst, most likely it's the one who did the worst, uh, they put them in some type of a brawl. And they have been known to sit by and watch. This is some new form of hazing that they've got going on. And, you know, if the the, the players... Uh, had some kind of grievance with something that went on in the uh, practice then yeah you get a chance to pick on other people and this is it's cr- I mean this is crazy while we're trying to track down um, crack down on the hazing and the bullying by our students our coaches have now added to the mix. Yeah. They want some action too. So, you know, now they're, you know, they're calling for the coach to be fired as it doesn't look like he has been because he still comes up on the roster of active coaches in this particular school. So we're just going to hope and pray that, you know, they are on point with this. And they get rid of this hazing business. Uh, kids are in school learn Not to be tortured. Oh my goodness gracious. Well. Uh, last but not least. We had a father. Husband. Tell the story of the leader. Out in Kenya. Who you know. Pretty much brainwashed the, the wife. She left after he mentioned that, the leader that is, mentioned that there was going to be a world end come June 23rd. He hasn't seen his family since they left. She was pregnant when she left, and uh, he was told that she had had the baby, but unfortunately the baby died, and some, you know, 400 and some odd adults decided to join this man and, you know, be isolated with him. Along with 210 some children and some of them did escape. The father, husband did see them asking about his family and they told him, don't expect to see his family again because they had died and had been buried out in the forest somewhere and if that wasn't devastating enough you know this to think that you're looking for someone and they're dead and there's no there, there was no uh reason for death given so he doesn't know what happened to his family And to know that they're somewhere buried in a desert or a forest Not desert, in a forest That's got to be pretty upsetting Uh, I tell you, you know, you got to be prepared for this world Because if you're not prepared for this world This world will eat you alive Eat you alive with your eyes wide open Wide open that's how we spent our Wednesday with our faith over fear as a little piece of that cake topper right there. That was so well done. Oh, so, today is Therapeutic Thursday, the day we get to talk about our health, whether it's emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, you know, financial, and whatever, health, so You're going to enjoy today's uh, episode of It's Due Time with Pastor Steph. So we're going to get this party started. Go ahead and get that healthy breakfast. Go ahead and tell somebody that It's Due Time with Pastor Steph is on. And make sure whatever you do, you don't go anywhere because we will be right back.
1: An STD me? In the U.S., more than half of chlamydia and gonorrhea diagnoses occur among people aged 15 to 24. And common STDs may go undetected in more than 4 out of 5 women, even during a regular exam. Left untreated, infections can lead to long-term consequences like infertility. But it turns out, getting tested is easy. And there are simple treatments available for most
0: common STDs. Visit knowingwithquest.com to learn more.
2: Good morning and good morning again Welcome back to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph And it is Therapeutic Thursday Today we talk about our health And uh, giving God thanks for ushering us inside uh, and onto this side of the week We're not bringing it down, bringing it down And uh, we have a lot to give good thanks for. Alrighty, so we're going to get this day started. And we have some goodies for you today. But you know how Thursday is. Before we get into our main conversation, you know, go get that pen. You might want to take this stuff down. Alrighty. Today... We're talking about Staying focused You know A lot of times You know We can't seem to Zero in On all the stuff That needs to be done In our life Because we can't seem To focus Because there's so many Things going on In our life So I got some tips To help you stay Focused and uh, here's the best part about this It's early in the morning So you can start this today Okay So first, they're giving us some information As to what causes uh, the fact that we have poor, um, poor focus And poor attention to detail So they're saying being hungry being tired or having poor sleep quality three, being stressed, being worried or anxious, or being distracted by something in your environment. Yeah, well we we know about those things, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. So they're saying sometimes managing the cause of your inability to focus may help resolve the issue, okay? And uh, if you often experience poor attention to detail or you have difficulty staying engaged in tasks that require your full attention, it might be a symptom of other conditions. So ADHD might be one. You're experiencing anxiety, you might be experiencing depression. Uh, you may have autism. Yeah. Yeah, it might be slight. You don't know. Uh, you might have learning disorders or dyslexia. Okay. You may have, <clears throat> excuse me, symptoms and uh conditions that affect your quality of sleep and they're talking about like sleep apnea or insomnia uh conditions that cause fatigue like hypothyroidism you have uh PTSD about a certain point or time in your life or you just have a hard time concentrating uh, and you have that concentration deficit disorder so the first thing you want to do is, if you believe that those things could be possible, any of those things could be possible. Go, go talk to your doctor about it. Go talk to your body about it, and the body about it. Go talk to your doctor about it, and and see what they can come up with. Okay. But right now, we're going to talk about all the things that you can do to help you stay focused. Okay. Well, number one, say get rid of all the distractions, all righty. They say go to a quiet area. Turn off those notifications on your phone, and I'm going to tell you something. I know that can drive you crazy. All that bing, bing, bing. Yeah, that is crazy. Uh, Closing the door to your office. You know, keep everything on the outside. Telling those around you not to disturb you for a period of time. Listen, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to say something. Okay, they say closing out of programs or apps that aren't essential on your computer. You know how we have all those apps that, you know, we have like a million. I don't understand how people have so much on their phone. How do they find anything they are also saying playing calming, ambient ambient sounding music. So you know, make sure you change the music if you want to focus. You can't play that loud hip hop, rock, all that kind of stuff, and expect to stay focused. It don't work like that. Alrighty. And they say declutter the space where you're working. And I got to tell you, for me, that is a big thing. Because visually, if stuff is like kind of like in a disarray, I really don't. I got to make sure I, I, I start separating stuff and, you know, getting rid of things. Because it, it does distract you. Okay. So those are ways that you can get rid of little distractions. Okay. Number two, we're finding ways to stay focused and they say drink small doses of coffee, okay? They're saying drinking coffee or other caffeinated beverages in small doses may actually um, impact your ability to focus positively, yeah, Okay, so they say the key of taking advantage of caffeine's cognitive-enhancing properties is to consume it in moderation. Because if you drink too much, you may feel anxious or nervous, and that's not going to help you focus, right? Right. Okay. Now, they say, number three, a method of staying focused is practice the Pomodoro technique. So they're saying uh, the the Pomodoro technique, that's P-O-M-O-D-O-R-O, Pomodoro technique is uh, doing certain things, you know, so they say getting a time-it method to train your brain to stay on task. For short periods of time, and I've heard of doing things like this with other stuff because if you do it incrementally, you stand a greater chance of it being successful. So they say, set your timer for 25 minutes and get to work. All right. When the buzzer goes off, take a five-minute break. Set your timer again. And keep redoing that practice all day They say once you've done four rounds of this You can take a longer break Approximately 20 to 30 minutes So 25 minutes may not work for you It may have to be a larger You know, based on what you do it may have to be a larger But not too much larger Because then the technique does not work Okay Wow, this is going to probably kill half of you Put a lock on your social media accounts. Yes. You know, you got to find out, you know, what's everybody doing. You got to tell everybody what you're doing. so I've seen people with push-ups and chin-ups and people eating and giving you a tutorial on eating and baking and all kinds of stuff. So they say that if your idea of a break from work is checking on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok, you may want to consider an app that blocks social media. All right, because all that's going to do is stimulate your mind. That's not going to help you stay focused on what you were doing. Okay. So they say several apps work for your phone, tablet, or computer. And in addition to social media, some of these distraction-busting programs Also allow you to block online games, okay? So between the apps and the games, you're not going to stay focused. You should know yourself by now, okay? Number five, they say fuel your body, okay? You know, we always talk about eating here. We always talk about the best foods to have. And, you know, they're saying that uh, foods that will give you an extra boost to help you stay focused, they say those green leafy vegetables, such as kale and spinach and broccoli. We have those fatty fish, such as salmon. We have those berries, like blueberries, Strawberries, raspberries, or even blackberries. Well, what? And we have tea and or coffee in moderation. And eating those foods is a way of fueling your body. Okay? Ah, number six. Get enough sleep. Well, boy, does that not go well in this house. Huh. As we are always operating on very little sleep here. But, you know, if you want to stay focused, get enough sleep. Force yourself to go to sleep. Okay. So, some of those tips. Avoid caffeine um, and caffeinated beverages anytime after lunchtime. Because that's possibly going to keep you up. They're saying switch off or put away all electronic devices. So they're saying an hour before bedtime. The light from these devices can stimulate your brain and prevent you from feeling sleepy. Alrighty? All right. Take time to wind down. You know, don't read that book up until it's time for you to go to sleep. We're talking about getting good sleep quality, good quality sleep. They say keep your bedroom cool and quiet. According to the Centers for Disease Control, uh, an ideal temperature from your for your room is in between sixty-five and seventy. I'm sorry, sixty-five and sixty-eight degrees. Okay, that's going to help you. You know, wind down for the night. And they say keep your bedroom dark or use a sleeping mask so you can blot out and block out all the light. All righty? All right. We're talking about ways of staying focused throughout the day. Okay? They say set a smart goal. Yes, that's number seven. That's a SMART goal And here you write down In a What do you call that uh, Vertical Vertical listing On a piece of paper You write down all the things that You know S-M-A-R-T Stand for So they have specific What exactly needs to be done Because you're focusing now Okay M In the SMART Measurable. How will you track your progress? Yes. We want you to be able to look back and and see whether you've made some progress or not. Okay? A, achievable. What you're doing, is it realistic? (laughs) Excuse me, because if not, that focus is shot. You won't get no focus through here. Relevant. How does it fit with the overall plan or bigger goal? so in other words, you're not just going to be doing things as said we say, oh really nearly is what you're doing relevant to your overall um uh, you know um, you know you want to make sure that everything is associated with what you're working on and Timely. When does it need to be done? So that's that smart you're going by, okay? righty, Ah. So that's that S-M-A-R-T. Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely, okay? All right, we got a couple more things that's going to help you stay focused. Eight, be more mindful, okay? Be more mindful, be more mindful of all the things that are going on in your life regarding what you're studying, the whole nine yards, okay? So they're saying improve your relaxation, Improve your health, your self-esteem. Manage your stress. Manage symptoms of anxiety and depression. Cope with serious illness. Reduce your blood pressure. Reduce pain in some instances, you know, where that may be applicable. Improve your sleep quality and reduce insomnia. Insomnia. And lastly, manage weight and eating disorders. Be more mindful of all of these things because all of these things help you stay focused. Or if with this particular list, if you don't have these things, then you won't be focused. Okay? Well, number nine, they say a way to stay focused. Make a to-do list. Now, let's talk about this Do list really quickly. Uh, you got to remember the to do list. Don't put it where you can't find it. Don't make a to do list for the store and then leave it about the house and you don't take the list with you. Yeah. So make a to do list, but make sure there is something that tells you where the to do list is. Okay. Focus on similar tasks. All right. So they say, tired of jumping from one type of thinking to another, then what you do is you just take the things that you're focusing on and put it together. And that way, once this event is done and you're about to go to the next event, you'll already have what you need. Okay? All right. So those are the ways we can try to stay uh, focused. Those are ways you can uh, follow, that you can become focus less, focus less free. <laughs> All righty. All righty. Wow. Today, 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 um, you know, we're talking about our health, as we always do on um what do you say, Uh, Thursday, on Thursday. And, you know, we always talk about starting off the week with shaking out Monday morning blues. And, you know, believe it or not, when you start off your week right, it'll help you stay focused. And one of the things that we, you know, we always talk about is just shaking that Monday morning blues. You don't have to worry about, you know, what's going to happen today. That's God's issue. And the way we can make sure that we stay on the topic is, you know, to focus. Focus on God. You know, wake up. Give give somebody an opportunity to help you, you know, shake that Monday morning blues Because if you start the week off properly Then you really won't have many problems At all At all You know you have So you have uh, this thing with You know talking about What's going on with you So you want to make sure That you are focused And you know I'm serious. When we shake the Monday morning blues, that should help us coast for the week. You won't have to worry about, you know, what's going to happen with the rest of the week because you have started your week off properly. All righty? So let's get into those good habits because when we get into those good habits, then we can get the rest of our week better focused. Alrighty? Alrighty. Well, this morning we are very blessed to have again with us one of our favorite, let's say, external due time members. And that's our, our friend, our sister. Gertie Gordon. Yes, today is hair care day. And last night I actually was able for the first time to sit and watch one of her videos. And it was only a half hour long. But it was so good. I have to tell you, I don't I don't really do tutorial videos, you know, at all. I really don't. Unless it's for the embroidery, other than that, I'm not interested. And not only that, but they're not, I have a hard time with, you know, keeping my focus. Yeah. So that was one of the reasons why I thought today's, uh, you know, health topic would be great. You know, keeping my focus while looking at this YouTube video. But she's got this music playing She's got this really soft-spoken voice. And, you know, you've seen this stuff done a million times, or either you've done it a million times, and she actually walks you through the process of um, taking care of your hair so that you do not experience, any heat damage to your hair so it was really good it was very good i'm telling you i don't i don't do those very often because it's like oh here we go it's so boring but she wasn't boring she walked you through verbally as well as visually starting with just how you comb the hair and detangle the hair from the beginning all the way to the end and i gotta tell you by the end of this uh, video, this hair style was fly. Now, I don't know what y'all call it these days. I guess Shantisa will tell me later. But I tell you, the hair looked, her, this hairstyle, it fit her client's face. And, you know, she's been doing, you know, this young lady's hair for, or this woman's hair for quite some time. But it really looked good. So I have another Uh, video That I was sent this morning Oh, excuse me Shanti says We say nice Okay, so the hairstyle was nice She probably still beat me up Because I don't say that right But um, it was really good I I tell you I'm going to give this video Later on But, you know, I know you're Excited about having um, Our sister Gertie on To get chatting so let me not belabor this let's say good morning to our sister gertie gordon good morning
1: gertie good morning good morning good morning, good
2: morning. how
1: are you this morning i am wonderful i um in case you hear i just put this out there in case you hear any um background noise i'm actually getting ready because i have a um i'm preparing for my day today i have a full day On location, and so if you hear any background noise, please forgive me. I'm going to try to keep it low um, so we can, so it's not a distraction. But just in case you happen to hear some ruffling, please.
2: All righty, (laughs) all righty. We're so happy to have you, and, you know, thank you so much for joining us again this morning. for those who don't know who Sister Gertie Gordon is, please just Mm -hmm. give us a brief synopsis of who you are, so they can kind of get to know who's going to be talking today.
1: Awesome. Well, first and foremost, I am a child of God. Um, Then after that, I'm a daughter, a wife, a mother, an ordained minister, an entrepreneur, and um, I think I make really, really great (laughs) (laughs) friends. Well,
2: I tell you, after watching that video last night, you are my friend. In a whole new way I have to tell you The Love video it. was very well done Very well okay. done uh, Kept my attention I did not veer off And get bored And I was telling them how You know you've got this Wonderful music playing in the background Your voice is just You know A a warm um, You know sound It's not monotone It's not boring and between watching what you were doing and hearing the guidance mm. and ex- you explaining what you were doing and why, it was like, wow, okay, I can, I can do this. I can look at her videos. Um, because I've in the past, I've always started the videos and then got distracted. So I didn't finish. But yesterday, mm-hmm. last night, I was able to actually finish it, and I really, really enjoyed it. And we talked about, uh, your video talked about how to prevent heat damage to your hair. Right, right,
0: right. And I
2: have another video that I'll give them the link to uh, later on because you sent me another one that focuses on that. As well, so don't without going into major detail because I I really, really saw this list last night and I thought it would be so essential to break this down for those of us who need that extra edge on understanding. So just give us like a brief reason why we need to be concerned. Don't give too much, but a brief reason why we need to be (laughs) concerned about that heat damage to our hair.
1: Okay, Um, well, thank you for that feedback. I often um, really appreciate feedback. I don't take anything personally, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. I prefer someone say it so that I can get better and be more helpful. So thank you for that feedback. Um, Really quick, the heat damage It's pretty cut and dry. The main reason why you want to avoid heat damage is because heat damage is irreversible. Once that hair experiences heat damage, You have one or two options. You either try to just maintain that hair as it grows out or you cut it out. And uh, uh, an illustration I look to give is when, say, for instance, you're ironing a shirt and um, the iron is too hot for that type of material, what happens? It scorches it. Say it just gently touches it and you don't leave it on very long. That shirt is changed forever. You feel the difference in the fabric. You leave it on too long, the longer you leave it on, the more damage you do to that shirt to the point where the shirt either has a hole in it or it's not able to be worn again. But there are some times where the iron is too hot and you quickly touch the shirt and it's scorched and it has that feeling that's different from the rest of the fabric. You can still wear the shirt. However, that damage isn't going anywhere. That's the same thing with heat damage um, in the hair. And there's a few different ways that you can experience it. But the number one thing to remember, while we try to avoid it altogether, is because heat damage. Don't listen to the gimmick saying that this is going to repair the hair or what have you. When the hair is heat damaged, you either just maintain it and continue to style and care for the the um, the hair as you would normally, and or you just cut it out and start over.
2: All right. Wow. I, I, yeah. You know what I love? I love when you say. You know, I don't, you know. here's what people say, but don't believe it because. You don't just say don't believe it or don't go for it. You always have a um, an explanation as to why we can't follow all of these things that people tell us. So I want to say thank you because I'm big on that. I'm big on explaining why, not just telling people don't do it, but right. listen, here's the real deal. So thank you so much for always giving that to us.
1: so right. And that's how like, I am. Since a kid, very okay. and not trying to be disrespectful, but I always wanted to understand why. And um, understanding it makes it easier to want to be able to adhere.
2: Right, 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 right. And understanding that if you're going to someone who's caring for your hair and she tells you, you know what, I need to cut this off, or you know, or here's how we're going to treat your hair There's that explanation right. Not just sitting there like right. a robot Just letting someone do your hair And you don't really understand What's going on with your hair Which is really why When I saw this list I was like no I gotta ask her Can we go through this list Because things are going on in your hair And you have no idea why And you were so gracious To tell me yes And um, so I'm hoping all of you get your pens and papers out so you can take some quick notes. All right. So we're talking about signs that your hair has heat damage. Now, here's the best part about this. I'm going to throw these things out to our sister, Gertie, and she's going to let us know whether it's true or false. And then you know how she do. She breaks it down for us, okay? So they say a sign that there's heat damage to our hair is dryness and dullness. True or false? Hmm.
1: That is, I'm going to say false because of the, the sheer fact that some people can have um, dry coarse hair and then not be heat damaged. Mm.
0: But that
1: is that can be one of the consequences of heat damage. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. not a blanket or it's not a blanket automatic if your hair is dry and brittle it's because you have heat damage
2: okay okay now this is this is taken into consideration that mm-hmm. we've been applying heat to our hair, and now all of a sudden we notice these things, or over time we are we we've noticed these things so if so are you saying that if we've been applying heat to our hair and it becomes dry and how do they say dull? that it may, that's not what it could possibly be. It could be something else.
1: Correct. It could be you didn't use the proper, um, like leave-in conditioner or heat and, heat protectant or the product that you use isn't conducive to your hair texture. You know, it could be a few different um, variables. However, just because you have dry, brittle hair doesn't mean you have heat damage, but heat damaged hair can feel dry and brittle.
2: Okay. okay, 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 I like that. I like that. I like, that. I like that. see, I told you she would break it down for us. She break it down for us. All right. Split ends. Does split ends indicate that there could be some possible heat damage to your hair?
1: That's a, that's another one of those it can and it cannot be because split ends is something that's going to happen. But the, the more you manipulate your hair? The more you're prone to having split ends.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Is this something we need to watch out for?
1: Absolutely, because when you have split ends, the ends are constantly splitting higher and higher up the hair shaft, and so it renders the hair to um, be lifeless. It renders their hair to to hold a curl, and it um, it doesn't look good because you see the ends kind of like flicking all over the place.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Breakage. If you have some breakage, you know, in your hair, could that be a sign of heat damage?
1: It absolutely can. It can be a sign of heat damage. It can be a sign of over-processing. It can be a sign of something that just, just doesn't work with your hair. So, yeah,
2: Okay, okay, okay. Now, when we're talking yeah. about... But the thing
1: is, with heat with heat damage, you tend not to... Um, um, like I said earlier, there's different degrees of the heat damage. And so you can... One of the major, especially in, like, the natural hair community, a major um, component of heat damage is that the hair didn't break off is that the texture just changed normally from being curly to being very straight, whether it's wet or not. Like it looks like it's not reversing, reverting. Oh,
2: okay, okay. And that's a part of heat damage? Correct. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Now this breakage, when there is heat damage, that's when you're saying the, the breakage continues to go up the hair shaft?
1: Well normally it will if you're gonna experience um heat damage to the point of breakage, it will break at the where the heat damage is.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah, so it'll it'll okay. break
1: at that, that line of demarcation.
2: Okay, 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 okay. Frizziness, they're saying. Now <clears throat> excuse me, they're saying that split ends, weaken your hair structure, increasing the chances of your hair breaking off, and now that makes the hair become frizzy. Is that a sign of heat damage?
1: Um, frizziness is, is more of a sign of your, like some people just have frizzy hair. So you'll have that. What, what people sometimes call frizziness is actually the over-processed hair because they have similar characteristics of how they look, and um, you'll determine if it's over-processed based on whatever process you did, leading up to that end result. Okay,
2: okay, okay, okay. Now, what are flyaways, Uh, Gertie? Mm -hmm. What's that? What is that?
1: Flyaways are are smaller or shorter um, strands of hair that, stick away, up and away from whatever style you have, whatever direction the hair is going in or should be laying in. Flyaways are simply the hairs that aren't following suit, that are just kind of going away from where all of the rest of the hair is going. So it's it's fine hair. Oftentimes it can be a result of um, having static. And one of the, right, and, and, um, a little-known secret is that some, uh, oftentimes when you're experiencing static in your hair, that's a sign that you're dehydrated. Oh. I mean, what? Yeah. Nice, Nice little caveat there. Nice little caveat. <laughs> nice,
2: nice caveat. I would have never thought that. You know, because right. we all have had our hair done, and then at one point, you got these certain strands that it seemed like if they had their own mind. It's like, yo, right, what is that? You gotta <laughs> now you gotta put the 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 uh, the flat iron or the curler to that one little two little strand and try to bring that down. And again, it's a it's a mind of its own and it drives you crazy so okay <laughs> right. so that's what we call a flyaway interesting Correct. all right all right all right now, <laughs> there, now i'm that's why i wanted to break it down because uh, you know this this segment here is so important because you know your hair you got all kinds of things Going on with your hair And you have no idea What this stuff means And like I said You have such a gift For breaking stuff down And making it So understandable And I was like No, no, no We got to do this list Because I'm sure A whole lot of us Are experiencing these things Okay, so right, we got right. Rough or changed texture And I think you touched on this um, right. a, a little while ago Regarding one of the other points But is that a sign Of damaged, uh, heat damaged
1: hair. Yeah, that's one of the most commonly that's one of the most common um, signs.
0: And
1: specifically um, with hair that was once wavy or curly, now being straight, irrespective of state, like whether it's um, wet or dry, but you notice it, you're able to detect it when the hair is wet that it's not reverting.
2: All right. And so I was going to ask you about that. Okay. All righty. We're going to come back to that one because that one I want to really ask about. Knots and tangles. Is that a sign yeah. of damaged hair?
1: It can be. However, there's um, there's some people that the hair is called oh, beaded hair, actually, where... Um it naturally because remember if the hair is curly, it's going to want to um, curl around itself. And if the hair, sometimes the hair, the longer the hair is, the more opportunity it has to wait, curl itself. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold
2: on, hold, Wait, 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 wait. I don't want you to go any further. You're wherever you are, you're breaking up really badly. So we lost like almost everything you said. Oh no. Yeah, we can hardly, at least I can hardly hear you. When you first started, you were much better. Are you moving around?
1: Yeah, I'm packing my kit. Okay, how is this?
2: This is much better. This is is much better. Yes, thank you. All right, so we were talking about knots and tangles.
1: Right, so you'll find some people, just remember the properties of curly hair. The hair is always looking to curl around itself. And so there's some people that have what's called beaded hair, and the curls not only wrap around themselves, but they knot around themselves. So that can be a natural occurrence. However, you can find that when someone's hair um, does have some heat damage, mainly because of the different textures that's happening right now, like it's going from the curl to the straight part to the curl, it can be prone to being um, tangled more, and the hair is in a weaker state. And so with it being tangled, um, it's getting tangled because the hair may be breaking at those um, heat damage points, and that broken hair is um, tangling around the hair that's still stuck on the head. I'm hoping that visual makes sense.
2: So It, well, yeah. it made sense okay. to me. Okay, good. Yeah, it did. Hopefully it made sense to our listeners, but when you described it just now, it made sense to me.
1: So thank okay, you for good. breaking it down like that. All right. right. But there are some people who do not have heat damage, but their hair um, is prone to being tangled just by virtue of their texture. Okay, okay, okay. Now here's why that's... what you use is important, because when your hair is like that, you tend to need to use um, products that have more slip to minimize the hair curlings and allowing the um, the comb or the brush to, to slide through the hair.
2: Now, are we talking about products after you wash your hair or before, while you're washing your hair?
1: The entire process. So, okay. um, your full. Make sure that you you want to you want to um, kind of use not kind of you want to use products that um, are emollient so and moisturizing so that they provide that level of slip throughout the whole process. Definitely with your conditioner. And that helps to minimize the, the tangling.
2: Okay, and we're going to come back to that as we go back through the process of um, preparing your hair for the heat process. Okay, that that was that was that was good. That was good. All right, here's something that I was wondering if it's true. Incorrect mm-hmm. hair color. So my thought is they're saying that when you go to apply, you know, the 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 color on the box. It don't look like that when you done because of the heat damage to your hair. Is that true? Um,
1: that's a loaded question. <laughs> hair color is, is an entire 10-episode series with hair color, right? Um, it, <laughs> once, again, once again, it depends because um, it could be the, the, the hair color you're using can actually Damage the hair. It might not be heat damage, but it's um, that processes, those processes can lead to um, overprocessing of the hair, which is why you may be getting varied results. Um, And also, with regard to, okay, so the quick answer is that the hair color you use and not achieving the desired results or what's on the box has several variables that aren't limited to heat damage. Um, With heat damaged hair and coloring, more than not having the results you're looking for, it's going to be more so on the feel of the hair. Um, It may lead it to feel even more dry and even more brittle. Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah, and I I love the thing about the 10 episodes for hair color because I definitely (laughs) had that on the list discussed. I've never, I've Mm -hmm. never changed the color of my hair, but, oh, yes, I did. Yeah, but you really couldn't tell Um, But I know that that has a lot of issues Surrounding it So we're going to get to that uh, On Thursday Um, But thanks for clearing that up And ultimately Hair loss Is hair loss a sign Of heat damage
1: Hair loss in and of itself Is not a sign of heat damage But hair loss can be a consequence Of heat damage
2: Okay, okay, okay. Mm. Wow. Well, now that we got those things out Mm -hmm. of the way, I just want to say, excuse me, you know how to reach out. If you're Mm -hmm. um, interested, you know, our listeners, make sure as we're talking and our sister Gertie is actually on, um, with us this morning, that you take the time to send in those questions, you know, that way you're not separated from this conversation, and it's like, wait, you know, because at that time, right. you're going to have to wait to get in touch with her, which we're going to get that information before she leaves as to how, you know, to get these questions a- answered. So make sure you right. throw these questions out now so she can answer them while we're in the midst of talking about it, okay? Okay. All right, Sister Gertie, so now that we have all of the potentials of, you know, the that happens to our hair once it's heat damaged, your video showed the process of, you know, from beginning all the way to the end. And the beginning was just the way we comb our hair and prep it for washing. And I thought this was so key because I've heard so many different things people tell you um, to detangle the hair prior to washing it. So now make sure everybody understands this. We're talking about prepping your hair from the beginning as as much as we can get in within this next half hour, prepping your hair um, for some heat. To be applied to it, okay? And I tell you, the video was amazing, amazing. You've got to go back. Like mm-hmm. I said, we're going to post, we're going to post the videos on um, Coach for Christian Life, so you can definitely see what what uh, we're going to talk about today. So, you start off with detangling the hair prior to washing it. What are we talking about? Uh, uh, Gertie
1: Well you want to um, Once you apply water To hair that's not detangled You're actually setting In the the Detangled you know you're actually setting In the hair locking and that With your hair whether it's out um, Especially after removal Of braids or any type of extensions, You want to properly Detangle the hair prior to Letting that water hit the hair Once the water hits it, and I'm sure you've heard of stories, you've probably experienced it yourself, you essentially are um, activating your hair to lock up, and it becomes a mess and a nightmare. Is it possible to be able to detangle it without having to cut it out? You can. It takes a lot of patience, and um, I've had several guests come in with themselves or their children with these emergencies where it's just a knot of um, tangled hair because it did not properly detangle it prior to that water hitting it. So really, really simple. It's a matter of using a wide-tooth comb, a detangling comb. Um, I, there are detangling brushes, but I always tell everybody proceed with caution. Get comfortable with um, detangling with a detangling comb and then advancing to using a brush because the brush, you know, when not used properly, you can pop and break that hair. And um, once you make sure that the hair is properly detangled and how you know is that you're able to take the comb from your root and it goes straight through to the end of your hair without um, snags or pulls.
2: Okay. Now, let let me just tell you all real quick. I am 56 years old. I've done, my hair has been done. I've done my hair for 56 years. Taking some braids out one day, uh-huh. Took the braids out, preparing for, you know, a new set of braids or whatever they were gonna do to it. And I just took the braids out and I got in the shower and washed my hair. Oh my oh, goodness. Boy. Here's why I told <laughs> oh, you boy. Yeah. Here's why I said I'm fifty six years old. It had never happened before. Would I tell you never? I mean, it had never happened before. In all my years, it had never happened. When I tell you I got out of the shower and they were like, well, what happened? And I said, I washed it. And they said, did you comb it out? No. Oh, my gosh, it was a mess. Just like you said, Gertie, it was a, an absolute mess. Please don't try this at home. <laughs> when, I saw, when I saw the video last night, and I was like, yo, she's actually talking about what Teresa and Rihanna said to me. When I said it was knotted so badly, oh, my gosh. And like you said, Gertie, it takes patience because now they weren't going to cut it. That wasn't happening. But just we had to really sit and they had to take their time and get all those knots out. Well, can I tell y'all, I, keep, I tell everybody, I'm a quick learner. You ain't never got to tell me nothing twice. I have never forgotten that experience. Right. And it was so knotted. And at point, it was kind of matted together. Oh, my gosh. So please pay attention to what she's saying this morning. It, it it it's a bad experience. Trust me. So we're talking about yeah. combing out your hair with a wide tooth comb before you wash it. Now, mm-hmm. what type of shampoo? I know everyone's hair is different, but what right. kind of shampoo should we be reaching for on the shelf of the beauty supply store to go into this next washing? To prepare our hair for the heat,
1: right? right. So, um, so um, I take a, a, a multi shampooed uh, approach to. Um, I'm hearing. I'm hearing my echo. Hello. Okay.
2: Yeah, you're kind of fading a, off again.
1: Okay, I take a um, multi-shampoo approach. So um, I normally start off with cleansing shampoo. And why I say cleansing is because um, some are called clarifying, and sometimes the clarifying can be too stripping of the hair. So um, if you can, you want to look for um, cleansing or um, chelating, C-H-E-L-A-T-I-N-G, those are normally my first, um, first line of defense. And that with that shampoo, your first round, you're really looking to break up impurities. If you have product buildup, if you happen to have um, like overactive sebaceous glands that are in your scalp, they're oil glands, and so you want to be able to break through all of the stuff, um, especially when um, – Working with or styling your natural hair, you tend to use more product or heavier products to be able to keep the hair moisturized, so on and so forth. So you want to start out with a cleansing shampoo. The first shampoo may not be as sudsy as your third round because of the fact that it depends on how much buildup you have on the hair. So that first shampoo is really to... Focus on breaking up and kind of starting to get through whatever it is that's um, on the hair and the scalp. I can't stress enough how oftentimes we neglect the scalp, and outside of the body, that's your first time focusing on having an optimal scalp environment. My second round of shampoo is normally um, a specialized shampoo, whether it's for um, color retention, um, if you have different scalp issues. So I'll use a um, like a dry and itchy scalp shampoo. So my second round is normally a, a targeted specific type of shampoo that I'll use for the guest, customized for my guest. Say all things are well and the hair is pretty normal, I'll either do a second round of a cleansing shampoo that's based on how much buildup there is, but if the the hair is fine, there's not a lot of buildup, I was able to get most out with the um, cleansing shampoo, and they don't need a specialty shampoo, my second and third round will be um, a moisturizing shampoo. So you're, you're cleansing, you're treating, you're moisturizing, and that's just in the shampoo or the cleansing process. And so I take a cumulative approach in, from beginning to end on building up with regard to um, moisture with regards to replenishing the hair with um, necessary nutrients and making sure that it's a it's part of the entire process, not using whatever willy-nilly and then at the end trying to douse the hair with some Like that doesn't work. We don't, like let's not do that.
2: Okay. Now let's not do what? Say it again for us,
1: please. Sure. I'm sorry. I take a, my approach that I take is to be a, to not only cleanse the hair but replenish it with necessary nutrients and moisture throughout the entire process as opposed to there are some who are like, it doesn't matter what shampoo and stuff they use, they use whatever, and at the end want to dab the hair with like oil and for moisture. I encourage the entire process, your shampooing, your conditioning, your leave-in conditioner, your blow-dry styling or your setting, that all of those processes are replenishing the hair with nutrients and moisture throughout the whole process, as opposed to waiting at the end to do it.
2: Okay. 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 Thank you for clarifying that. Okay.
1: So we've gone through the third. Am I still cutting up? Not cutting anymore. Am I still cutting up? Uh,
2: Very little. Very little. Okay. Very little. It's it's much better. It is better. Thank you. So we've Mm -hmm. gone through three Uh, hair washes and now we're going in for conditioner
1: correct so after you know the hair has been thoroughly cleansed um, it should feel clean not stripped right Um, so you and you just go through and you check your scalp then your conditioner with conditioners you want to hair is um, predominantly made up of protein And so you want a healthy balance of protein and moisture. So your conditioner will be determined on what you feel your hair needs at the time. Either you need um, moisture or you need to strengthen it, you know, you need something with protein, or it can be a combination. And so you'll um, you'll determine what you need then, and then you apply it liberally throughout the hair. Um, clips are your friends. If you have a lot of hair, section the hair off. Apply it um, and make sure you get it on your scalp, roots, mix, and comb it through. Um, allow it to sit minimally three minutes. Three to five minutes is, you know, your sweet spot. You're going to do, if you want deeper penetration or you want to give yourself a deeper treatment, at that time you can add um, a conditioning cap, Um, If you have a heat source like a a heat cap or a bonnet dryer, you can do that. And then you allow the hair to cool off if you do do a heat source, and you rinse thoroughly. Oh, and one thing when you're shampooing, um, in the video you'll see I'll explain, you shampoo in a way that you're not actually tangling the hair, but you're getting through to the scalp, and you're using your fingers to go from scalp through the hair, while you're shampooing, because sometimes people end up tangling their hair in the way that they're shampooing, and their hands are on top of the hair and they never get into the scalp. So, wow, you that wow, you wow, that wow, With your conditioning through the hair, and so while you're running the conditioner through and you're rinsing it out, you're using your fingers to go through the hair with the water.
2: Okay, I have a question. I have a question. Sure. Sometimes when you, and it might be a silly question, but it just brings something to my my thought process. Mm -hmm. You were saying Mm -hmm. make sure as you're washing, you're getting down to the scalp. Is that why sometimes after you wash the hair, some of those patches of, let's say, dry areas haven't been addressed and you still have those patches because you actually haven't gotten down To the scalp in the washing process
1: right absolutely you would be surprised how many people at home and stylists just rushing or don't don't understand that that is the foundation of the rest of your service the shampoo which is also why it's another issue happening now it blows my mind that there are stylists that want you to already shampoo your hair at home it it makes absolutely no sense but that's um that's a major problem and sometimes that's what leads people to having hair loss when it's not properly rinsed out or addressed. You have this build up on the scalp.
2: Wow, wow, wow. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay. thank you for answering that. Mm-hmm. So, we've gotten through the conditioner process. You can either like you said, blow, kind of sit underneath the bonnet dryer and how long mm-hmm. if you wanted to that type of conditioning, how long do you sit underneath the bonnet dryer?
1: A minimum of 10 minutes to make it worthwhile because you need time for the cuticle to open, for your scalp to open, and then to be able to receive the treatment. And what is key, uh. key, 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 and it's in the video I sent with the benefits of heat, you want to give, allow your hair and scalp time to cool off before rinsing it out. It drives me crazy at some of these salons. that you're, you're paying extra. They're doing a the deep conditioner, and as soon as the dry goes off, they bring it to the bowl, take the cap off, and rinse it out. You just rinse all of that conditioner right out. It's not staying in the hair because the hair didn't have time to seal, to, for the cuticle to cool off, the scalp to cool off, and seal in the nutrients or the benefits of said conditioner. So if you are going to do a heat source, you have to allot the time for the hair and scalp to cool off. I cannot stress that enough.
2: Well, thank you for clearing that up because I can't tell you how many times I've gone to the salon and they're like, oh, deep conditioner, deep conditioner? And you say, yes. okay, 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 I'll go ahead and, I'll go ahead and spend the an extra $5. Hours. And like you said, as soon as you get out the chair, they take you right to the sink. So, like, right. you know, so now mm-hmm. you just right. throw your little extra few dollars in the garbage.
1: Right. And it's, it's such a waste because normally, especially at the Dominican salons, the conditioners are really good but then it's not properly used. Wow. Wow.
2: Wow. Wow. All right. Thank you again. Another caveat, ladies. Right.
1: Wow. I go through that in the the video, um, uh, with the benefits of using heat.
2: Wow. 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 Okay. So now we've let it sit. We, uh, (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. Now, what are we
2: doing next in regards to preparing our hair for this heat process?
1: Right. Right. And so now you make sure it's thoroughly rinsed out. You feel the scalp. You go through and do a visual check of the scalp and the hair. And you towel dry it. And you squeeze. Don't rub. And you want to apply a leave-in conditioner. And your leave-in conditioner, it could be a cream form or liquid form. Once again, making sure you get it throughout the hair and scalp and um, then you proceed with your, your drying process. Um, I always say take sections and um, if you're not sure of your your temperature settings, I always say you want to err on the side of caution and with that you use a medium heat setting. It may take longer, but you're protecting your hair and you're ensuring it. You're ensuring that you're not doing heat damage. When you're drying right, Oh, go ahead, go ahead, because
2: I, I got a question about that. So go ahead, you might answer
1: it. Okay. When you're blow drying, you want to. Just interrupt- you wanna, that's fine. When you're blow drying, you want to make sure that you you break down even your blow drying process. So you want to um, focus start at the root, make sure the roots dry, then mid shaft, then end.
2: Okay. Okay. Right. I have a question. Okay. And I always say this, and I know there's a whole lot of women out there when mm-hmm. they put the blowtorch to your head. No why torch. is it? Because they figure they're trying to straighten it with this with this blow dry process. But Gertie, it feels like you're in a hell. Oh, <laughs> it's like you're in a a a a hell salon. Like, oh my right. gosh. <laughs> It's like 190 million degrees. Why do they make it so high?
1: Because they're trying to get it straight. But unfortunately, at that heat temperature, they're um, actually um, contributing to the heat damage. So something um, I learned a few years ago and I'm grateful for is that anything above 365 degrees is irreversible heat damage on any hair texture. It doesn't matter how thick or how strong you think your hair is, any heat that you're using on the hair, whether it's your blow dryer, um, a bonnet dryer, your flat iron, curling iron, what have you, anything above 365 degrees will render irreversible heat damage, which is why if you don't know the temperature of your tool, you err on the side of caution by doing a medium setting as opposed to the high setting. I just can't understand why on the market it's, um, it's legal to even sell these styling tools that go up to 450, 460 degrees. Anything past 365 wow. on human hair is irreversible heat damage.
2: Wow, wow, wow. Well, 400 and something degrees. I don't even think, I think that's on the low end because it's got to be about cool. a thousand degrees coming out that, that, oh my God, it didn't burn yeah, up your it ear, it, it didn't burn up your neck, it didn't burn
1: up my your eyebrows God. and your eyeballs. Right. I'm like, oh my gosh, why is this thing so hot? So ladies. If I make it worse, is that they're not only doing that, they're using a concentrator at the nozzle tip of it, you know, that concentrator, so it's concentrating yes. making it even hotter. And then they're using a round brush that normally has a metal metal barrel, <laughs> and then um, behind that, inside, you know, in curling your hair—it's—it's it's trauma. As as oh women my of color, God. our hair tends to be resilient, but it's resilient to a point. There's but so much of that you can do without experiencing heat damage, and sometimes it just takes one time. Wow! <laughs> so, ladies, it's a real, it's a real issue. Mm.
2: Listen, ladies, listen. All is so if she's using this blowtorch, that's the word I've been looking for, Gertie, blowtorch. (laughs) If she's using this blowtorch on your head with the concentrated (laughs) nozzle with the metal uh, uh, bristles in the brush and then she's going to flat iron it, she didn't kill your hair. Oh my goodness gracious! Wow. All right. So we're blow drying the hair now. What are we doing to you know to uh, continue preparing our hair for this final, these final, or this final stage of the heat um, processing?
1: Right. So when, when done correctly, your hair has been protected throughout the process. Your hair has been replenished. Your hair should feel wonderful. It shouldn't feel. Um, bone straight. It, I mean, it shouldn't feel chick straight, and lifeless and limp. It should have body. It should have movement. And um, you use um, a heat protection again, normally a, a water soluble silicone base, um, like one of those shine serums. But you want to make sure it's a water soluble sil- silicone base, and um, you'll use that to um, continue the heat protection process. And a good one is not only going to provide heat protection, but it's going to also impart um, extra, extra shine. Like you're going to have really glistening, shiny hair. Um, and you can um, style as um, whatever the style that you're going to do. So you're you can proceed to style. And you want to make sure, as I said before, whatever heat tool you're using, that it's not above 365. I always say go low. And if you find that it's not enough heat, Then you could take it up a notch But you don't want to start off with the highest And work your way down You want to go lower and work your way up But not to pass in 365 Depending on how thick the hair is If the thicker and more dense the hair is The the smaller the sections you take To be able to adequately Mm -hmm. straighten Mm. I
2: was actually going to ask that Um, So thank you for answering that just the small sections of the hair. Um, right. So
1: it's the section you, and also your tension. You want to maintain even tension. Oftentimes people have the most tension at the root and as they go down that shaft, tension is removed and then the ends don't get nearly as much tension as they need and that's why you find the frizzy ends. But you want to make sure you have um you maintain the same amount of tension from root to end.
2: Okay, okay. Also, there was something that I saw very interesting when you were flat ironing. You were talking about the angle.
1: Oh, yes. So if you're doing um, a flat iron style, instead of when you're doing your partings and you're going in with the heat, it's to to eliminate those lines of demarcation, you want to go in at an angle that's um, opposite the part. So say, for instance, you do a horizontal part, like from the um, eyebrow line and you go straight back to just over the ear, you're, that's the parting of that section. But the, you're going to do a diagonal from the um, – you're going to go from top to bottom on a slant when you're putting in the flat iron. And the visual will explain it much better than I am <laughs> verbally. But um, you want to go in on an angle with your hot tool because it will minimize you having a line of demarcation as opposed to if you go, you use your flat iron, your curling iron, that goes um, parallel to the part that you do.
2: Okay. And I can assure you, when you look at the video... It's going to, if it, it doesn't sense. make sense now, <laughs> it'll all make sense then. Because when I saw that part of the video, I was like, wow, you don't know this stuff. They don't tell you. And now, again, you know, for those of you who have ever flat ironed or curled your hair and you got that line at the beginning, that this process of the angle Prevents that line from from happening, so like I said, look right. at the video um, I promise to post it as soon as we hang up I'll disconnect <laughs> I will post it um so you can actually see what it is that's being described to you all right, so now you've now let me ask you this while we're here some use a flat iron, some use a curling iron. Is, is there really a difference other than, okay, so when you use a curling iron, you're really looking to curl the hair more than with the flat iron. You're just kind of maybe turning the ends over some. Is there a, a one that should be used more or less than the other?
1: It depends on what your end result is. The flat iron is meant to, to do just that. It's meant to um, give you a sleek, straight look. However, you can curl with the flat iron. Um, But if you're looking to have a curly look or you want a beveled end, then you use your curling iron. So it's really a preference on what your end result is.
2: Okay, okay. Just making sure that you're not using anything over the 365 degrees, regardless of which device you're using. Correct. Okay. All right. So we flat ironed our hair. Curl our hair whichever one we've chosen now what are we doing
1: so once you finish doing that you um i like to use what's called brushable hold sprays um and those are the technology behind it is that it's going to give you memory to set the style um however you can um wrap your hair you can pin curl it you can um you can brush through it and you'll still have that memory so I'll, I'll do a finishing with a shine spray and a brushable holding spray. And that's when, you know, for styles that I'm doing um, that the person is wearing with the hair out, whether it's curls, um, whether it's full curls, pin curls, wand curls, or a classic smooth, sleek um, bob, like a, 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 a straight with just a beveled end, that's what I'll use. If it's a pin up or something, I'll use, um, just a little bit of a stronger hold, um, brushable spray. And my, I have two top favorite ones that I use. One is the Sebastian Shaper Plus. And when I want a really um, stronger hold that's not damaging the hair and you'll still have some flexibility, but it'll set the hair to last longer if you're doing an updo style, is the Sebastian Shaper Fierce. That comes in a, in a black can. The Shaper Plus comes in a white can. And um, my next favorite is a line called Myoxin. They have a Nile Hold Spray, and they have two tiers, one for um, soft hold and one for um, extra hold. So those All are right. my those two favorites.
2: Wow. Well, thank you for sharing because I was going to ask you, did you have some recommendations? So <laughs> well, thank you so right. much yeah. for putting
1: that out there. Yeah.
2: All right, so now we've used these products. And
1: where are we? Um, you should be done now. You should be done with the styling, whether it's out or um, a up style. Um, and you can also use these if you do um, like a wet set. If you do a rod set, braid set, you know, you allow the hair to set. Um, you would use like a, um, a foam or setting lotion, something that once again will give you uh, memory but not... Um, not be crunchy, hard, or flaky. You'll get great memory. And um, at the end, you also can use a shine spray. Or I do like the care. It's an oil sheen with humidity blocks, so it has humidity resistance. Um, I like to use that on my natural hairstyling, And um, um, a shine spray just to finish it off. And I still use the, the brushable hold sprays on my natural hair as well. Okay, okay. I have a couple of and questions. Like to seal the deal, you just want to make sure that whatever style you have, that at night you are properly protecting your hair and using um, their satin, their silk. I actually prefer um, sateen, S-A-T-E-E-N, which is a type of material for it's not as, as um, soft as silk. A lot of people complain that the silk comes right off their hair. But the sateen, it has a little better grip but it's not drying on the hair. I absolutely do not recommend using cotton, anything on the hair as a protectant to maintain your style.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Is there a need to sit underneath the bonnet dryer and then go through a blow drying process?
1: Um, it's not. The only time where I would do, and I call it tapping the roots, is um, with some people, the lines from the rollers, if you do like some type of set, can't stay. And I'll just kind of gently use my brush and the blow dryer to remove the lines from the roller. But normally you don't need to. It's just, it's, um, it's redundant and it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary deep.
2: Okay, okay. Is there a time when you should not uh, use a heat process on your hair?
1: Um, No, once you're using heat properly, um, that's why I'm not a fan of the whole heat-free hair movement, because um, there are benefits to using heat. Just like, you know, if you stay in the sun too much, you're going to get sunburned, but... We need the sun. You know, we need the sun for vitamin D, especially as people of color. We often tend to be vitamin D deficient because we're not in the sun enough. So it's just too much isn't good, but let's not throw the whole baby out with the bathwater. Okay, okay, okay. Interesting, interesting, Yeah, I'm, interesting. Not, a, I'm not a fan or a proponent of heat-free hair. I think um, they're doing themselves a disservice.
2: Wow, wow, wow. We're we'll to talk about that but the next I understand,
1: time. I understand where that comes from because so many, you know, professionals, and I use that term loosely, have really scarred people and have really done damage in people's hair. So I understand where it comes from, but that goes back to what? That goes back to being properly, having the proper knowledge, you know? Right, what right. We, we, we perish for lack of vision and not having the vision, it's because it's, we don't have the knowledge to be able to incite pet vision, you know? And so it's just um, abuse, the abnormal use of something that could otherwise be good. But it's been abused. So can you toggle
2: between heat, uh, heat and natural hair? What do you mean? So, in other words, should we... Go, Let's say maybe a certain amount of time where we do not process I and I know everyone's hair is different I know that right, but are you recommending that we do a a series of not doing anything for like heat processing and then kind of Going into the heat processing is there would, would you recommend just a little bit of both?
1: Well, it depends um, that we would warrant that in the situation where the heat has been hasn't been properly used. But if you're properly using heat and you're not damaging the hair, there's nothing wrong with it.
2: So you don't have so to stop
1: someone, it. You don't. You don't.
2: Wow. You know,
1: and remember there's different types of heat. So say for instance you don't want to curl iron or flat iron your hair, you don't have to. You can just do different twist outs or different wet cuts. But even in those cases, I don't, rem- I don't recommend always letting the hair dry overnight because that's not good for mm. everyone's hair um, over a long period of time either. You know, you actually need that heat to, like I said, it's a catalyst. You want that heat to be able to allow the, um, the scalp and the hair shaft to open up to receive the good stuff that you're putting in your hair, to receive it and to allow it to set. Um, you want to do um, heat to allow your setting style to gently and safely bake into the hair for longevity. Wow. Wow. Okay, it's, it's, this is got different to different, be. Some people that have um, locks or they have these different styles and their hair kind of smells musky, it's from leaving it to um, air dry, like overnight, what have you, and the hair never fully dries, that scalp never fully dries, and that can be a breeding ground for different bacteria and a host other slew of um, issues.
2: Wow. Okay, we have got to make that a segment. We have got to make that a segment. Oh, my goodness. Um, Now, let me ask you this about the colored hair, and then it will be time for you to go. Um, The the colored hair, when you're doing the heat processing of colored hair, is it, you know, they used to say, I used to hear things about, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't, you don't process your hair a certain way with heat when you first put color in your hair. Is there any truth to that?
1: Well, once again, you want to, with um, colored hair, you know that um, you want to, um, you want to take uh, more precaution because with colored hair, it tends to be a little more drying. So you want to minimize the heat. You don't want to, even if the hair can sustain 365 degrees, you want to avoid that because of the fact that they have a process already in the hair. So you want to offset it. But once again, that's a situation where I'm not saying no heat at all. You just need to adjust your heat. Okay, okay, wow. So with with colored, with colored hair, the hair tends to, it's prone to being more dry. So you have to offset how you're styling and what you're doing to maintain a level of moisture in the hair.
2: Okay, because okay, makes sense Makes a lot of sense yeah. Well, we have uh, Um, You mentioned something about hair color So, God spares Next month, we, we did get mm-hmm. a question Regarding hair color There's a lot of questions that I've gotten Since we started over hair color Or uh, hair coloring right. So, right. next month that, That'll be our focus Because people definitely have these questions Regarding coloring of their hair, period But...
1: That's this thing. has been an, I love, an excellent.
2: I, love color. I can't hear. We can't hear you. Um, I'm sorry.
1: That's my that's, that's my sweet spot. I love hair coloring. I've been a colorist for the past 12 years. I love it. Wow. wow. Okay. So
2: we know we're coming and getting. You know, mm-hmm. we're coming to the best to get our information. So next okay. month, that's going to be on our agenda to discuss uh, coloring of the hair. And this segment about this heat processing, especially what you said at the end, really, really, really was a, a blessing to us today. Thank you so very mm-hmm. much. I will post the videos regarding okay. uh, the, the heat processing um, that's okay. on your YouTube website. We'll process that process uh, We'll post that today <laughs> so everyone okay. you know in case you missed can go back to the video and watch
1: awesome
2: thank you so very much Our no thank Gertie you Gordon. I do so
1: look forward to this every month thank you
2: oh wonderful because we sure look forward to getting information from you you have a blessed day and travel safely throughout your day thank
1: you thank, All you. Right. thank, thank, you. thank you. you
2: thank you for your beautiful beautiful information Thank you. Awesome. Have a blessed one.
1: You as well. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank
2: you. Wow. I don't know about you all, but I am quite full. Wow. That was a lot of information. But like I said, we're going to post. Um, please check throughout the day. I may not be able to post immediately. Um, which I would like to, but I have something that I have to do this morning, so I may not be able to post quite immediately. But I promise you, um, sometime this morning, I'm, I'm hoping to get that done by the mid, by uh, 12 o'clock. I'll have that video because I'm telling you, it was an excellent, excellent video. You know all the stuff that you heard her say today. She actually walks it out. On the video and she's telling you, you know, it's not like some people, you know, they do a video and they're like giving you bits and pieces and you're like, wait, 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 what about this? I didn't have any questions by the time it was finished. She had answered everything, even the questions that you kind of have in your head that you don't remember you have until you're actually at that point. And... um, you know this this would be a great opportunity for you to you know watch some of her videos i 'm um, sure if these if the video I watched came across very um, uh, beneficial to my understanding that i can 't even imagine what some of the other videos look like we 're not paying for this uh information she's and dr the other dr Gordon. You know, they come on, these are professional people, and they're giving away their information to God's people for free. The best part about our sister Gertie is she is a woman of God. So, you know, you're getting a lot of information, not just from, you know, the the business side or the, the, the part, you know, that she's learned in school or learned over the years that she's... Worked on your hair This is God-given information You know, God is filtering Information for us Through her You know, and as you can see She's not stingy on the knowledge And she is knowledgeable And this here This is this is a great blessing For all of us To be able to get this information So like I said, I, I promise you Um it will be the very early part of the day, so just keep watching. Um, she's on YouTube. She's on Instagram. As a matter of fact, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold uh, on. Sister Gertie, are you still there?
1: Yes, I am.
2: Okay. You know what? I just realized something. You sent me a um, an announcement the other day. And I would right, love I for you to have that information as well as contact information for you.
1: Okay. All right. Okay, so way way is, yep, the easiest way is via email, and it's hello at GertieReneeGordon.com. And Renee is with one E, not two. So hello at G-E-R-D-I-E-R-E-N-E-G-O-R-D-O-N.com. Also, um, a DM on Facebook, the same name, Gertie Renee Gordon. And um, on Instagram, it's Gertie's, G-E-R-D-I-E-S, underscore, beauty, B-E-A-U-T-Y, the letter N, B I Z, Gertie's Beauty and Biz. And um, I host a a woman's retreat called Well Woman, and um, it's a combination of Having actual um, hands on learning different ways to properly care for your hair, your skin, and your nails. And um, that with um, sessions on um, just having a holistically um, well life. So we cover topics from, you know, being able to balance your schedule and what this true balance really means. Oftentimes you think balance is equal, but it's not. It's being able to know how and when to prioritize what because we all have many different roles that we play in our lives. Um, In addition to that, um, financial literacy. We weren't taught a lot of things. We just kind of figured it out as we go along, but just having some um, really easy to follow and understand ways in establishing ourselves regardless to where we are in life. You know, it's never too late to start. And so the next one will be held on June 11th. from 2 to 6 p.m., and um, I'm posting the tickets go on sale May 11th. But all of that information is also on uh, my social media platforms, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, TikTok. Uh, I just started TikTok. <laughs> uh, so the easiest way is either a DM or an email, hello at com. Thank you so much. I forgot earlier, so I appreciate opportunity to share, Pastor Thank
2: you, thank you And again, we pray you have a blessed day
1: You as well, thank you, you. Well.
2: Thank you, you. righty. Okay, well We do have our pray for them Today So we will move over to our girl Shantese So we can get that information About who we're praying for today Good morning, Shantese
1: Good morning, Pastor Seth.
2: How are you?
1: I'm fine, thank you. How are you?
2: I am well, thank you. I'm well. Just give us one thing you learned today about this whole preparing your hair for heat processing.
1: Well, not so much of the heat right now because the past two years I've been locking my hair, but what stood out to me the most was, when she spoke about, um, Sister Gurley spoke about uh, leaving your hair wet overnight because I I do that when I wash my hair. And because my hair stays dry, so I use that as an opportunity to, like, put the leave-in conditioner in while it's still wet and sleep with the shower cap on to keep, lock the moisture in. And, you know, then the next day, it's like, okay, let it finish air drying. So I'm really going to have to contact her to really make sure I'm doing the proper steps because I can't afford to be walking around with no bacteria up in the scalp. Glad that really stood out to me. All
2: righty. We have a lot of stuff to discuss, Shantice, about hair care. And, boy, over the years, we've gotten so little information or so much Mm -hmm. information that wasn't actually accurate. So, boy, what a blessing it is to um, have, you know, someone knowledgeable come through and just want to give us this stuff, like I said, for absolutely not a dime. So, boy, what Mm -hmm. a blessing, what a blessing. Okay, so what you got for us today in regards to pray for them?
1: Okay, pray for them this week. We are praying for Mr. Prac... Oh, goodness, pronouncing his name properly. Pracazrel Mikkel, better known as PRAZ, one-third of the popular 90s group, the Fugees, that same group that also had Wycliffe John and Lauren Hill, so everybody know who PRAZ is. And unfortunately... He has gotten himself in a whole whirlwind of conspiracy. It, it's just a mess. So he has been, he found guilty. I'm working with someone by the name of J-Ho Lo, who is a Malaysian money launderer. And apparently, I'm sorry, but it was like so much information. This is a, a listener submitted request. Also, it, it it's just I I had to make sure I read multiple articles cuz th- this is crazy. So he's been charged with a few different things, but mainly associating himself with the money launderer Jay Holo from China where he was making given prize money so that he can take pictures with Obama. And so that he can get within the camp of Donald Trump when Trump was in office, so that he could talk someone and persuade or well, pretty much bribe someone into dropping charges against him, so Prague was being used as the middleman to do all of this. proz did testify that j Lo did pay him twenty million dollars so that he can be that connection between him and the Obama camp and him and the Trump camp. And Proz has been accused of using eight hundred thousand dollars to donate towards the Obama campaign. Uh, it, oh, this this is a mess. Um, supposedly, apparently, Proz has some type of relationship with Obama. You know, I never saw any pictures of them two together, but you know, who am I? Um, but he's
2: who's also accused of receiving one hundred million
1: dollars from Jay Hollo to help push the government not only to drop the charges against him, but another popular Chinese man who's probably a money launderer as well. Now, here's the kicker. Prize was offered a plea deal that would
2: erase all of the charges, and we just called for him to return a portion of the $74 million
1: that he received and that
2: was seized from his bank account.
1: But Prize is so convinced that he's innocent, even after testifying that he did receive money from this guy, Jay Holo, to do this and to do that, even though he claimed he did not use that money to donate to the campaign, he used that money to do whatever it is that he wanted to do. But he turned down the deal, and after turning down the deal, there were an additional eight charges that were added on to him. So he was found guilty of 10 counts, which included conspiracy to defraud the U.S., witness tampering, and acting as an unregistered agent in a foreign government. And he is facing up to 20 years in prison. So now it did say that after, you know, the Fujis broke up, you know, all three of them went their separate ways. He did try to rebrand himself as a humanitarian and he supposedly was trying to start a media business and all of that, and that's what supposedly he was using some of this money for. But we really need to lift him up in prayer, you know, because a lot of the times, a lot of these entertainers, they put all their eggs in one basket, and then when that time has run out, you know, a lot of times they don't believe that their popularity and their notoriety and their money is going to run out, but when it does, they're kind of stuck because they didn't have their hands in a few different things which is why now you see a lot of, like, entertainers. They start opening up their own businesses and so on and so forth. Um, but
2: we've really lifted him up in prayer because now you've linked yourself. And this is not... Oh, so one, oh, also one of the witnesses was Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: Um, Wolf of Wall Street. I know a lot of people saw that movie, Patrick stuff, You just saw that movie a couple of years ago and loved it. Um, apparently, this J-Ho Low guy is the one who funded that film. And Leonardo DiCaprio testified that J-Ho did tell him that he wanted to donate 20 or $30 million to reelect Obama back in 2012. So this guy is just a complete scammer and, you know, one of those people who try to just, like, get up with the celebrities to make himself look important and popular, and then before you know it, now he done stole money from somebody else. So really praying that, you know, takes ownership and understands what he did and who he linked himself to, and praying for the arrogance because I'm not understanding how if you were able to admit that you had any type of association with this guy to do anything wrong, that you would now be arrogant enough to turn down a plea deal that would eliminate you from all of this, and I don't know if, you know, it's like, okay, I'm not taking a jail because then I'm going to look like a snitch and all that, but now I get faced up for 20 years, so you be in there with the other snitches. He's praying for, you know, his, his mental state because this is, you know, you go from being in one of the top not only a, a, a popular 90s group, but the Fugees will forever be known for the stamp that they have made in the music industry, and now you're facing these type of charges, and now your your reputation and your image has disconnected to it. Also praying for his um, law team, because of course, as your defense attorney, you know, they're going to try to stay and do whatever, whether he's guilty or innocent, but their job is to get him off, so even if he moves lying and showing and muddle someone else's reputation more than they should or whatever to get him off. So praying for their integrity as well. And also praying for any other entertainers who are affiliated with this, that they can pay attention to what's going on with him and be careful about who they choose to affiliate themselves with. Because I, I, the article didn't state it, but who knows how Leonardo DiCaprio feels knowing that, okay, this is someone who funded not only a movie that I was in, but, a popular movie, and now knowing that he's entangled in all of this mess. We're just praying for God's will to be done within this because they have not set a date for sentencing yet. They're just saying that he's facing up to 20 years. So praying that God didn't really move within the judge to dictate how long you know, he gets within the system. This is crazy.
2: Did they say how this um this gentleman with the money what's his name?
1: J Holo. His name is something else, but that's what he's known he's known as. Like this J Holo is like an abbreviation of his actual name.
2: So do they say how he got his money?
1: Well, he's a a, a well known businessman. So he he's like one of those those people who like went to school for business And ended up opening up some businesses and so on and so forth But then, of course, now you end up stealing from the people that you're working for and with
2: mm. All righty, all righty Let's go before the Lord Definitely, Father, we come before you, God, and as always we say thank you Thank you for even just sparing us another day, just giving us another day to get it right, Lord. We take this mm-hmm. opportunity to come before you, to lift pros up before you, dear Heavenly Father. You know, a lot of times, God, when we when we give ourselves to this world, we don't realize all that comes with it. The enemy has; he is a master at disguising. And making all of the stuff that are pitfalls, holes uh, They look great, they look beautiful, they look excellent And, you know, so many times we fall for this uh, trap And Lord, right now we come before you that your will would be done As he's had an opportunity to, you know, go at this another way But chose to fight And now he could be facing up to uh, 20 years in jail as as well as broke, you know, because they can seize every dime he has, especially if they deem that it's coming from uh, ill-gotten gain. So, Lord, we know how you've spoken about this in your word. So, you know, you have proven that everything we go through in this world, in this life, it is written in your holy Bible. And we thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for the guidance. We thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for the warning. We thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for the whistles and the sirens and the alarms. And, Lord, we pray that, you know, those Um, Who know him that know you who say that you are the head of their life that they would just encamp themselves around him God that they would help Mm -hmm. him to understand that you are always knocking at the door and You are the way out God if you chose to you could turn this whole thing around We just got finished reading about David and and how David was going to be punished, but yet it, right in the middle of the punishing, the punishment, rather, mm-hmm. God, you just told your angels to just stop. Let so you let let have, have a heart right. for us, God, even when we've earned the punishment, even when we've chosen our punishment,
0: mm-hmm.
2: as this particular situation has laid out. God, we're going to pray for this J-Lo, Ho Lord, and whatever he's doing that's not right and good in your eyes, the Heavenly Father, how he's now calling out other names, the Heavenly Father, to possibly implicate the God. We don't even have an idea of how long this list is, how extensive this whole situation mm-hmm. is, God. We're just hearing two, three names right now, four names right now, God. So, Lord, we ask that for those who are bystanders, For those who may have been a part of this whole thing, but their name may never be called out, that you even deal with them, dear Heavenly Father. That it would jolt them into not just doing the right thing, but to giving their life to you. That right now there's a call in this world that we need a Savior. And that Mm. he's in the world today. We don't need a Savior that we got to go out and find. This Savior has made himself available since the beginning of time. Even before we got here, this same Savior was available. So, Lord, we're asking you to touch everybody involved, whether we hear the name or not. We pray that you just uh, touch his defense, his team, the Heavenly Father. We pray that you touch the judge, God. We pray that you touch anyone else that has anything to do with this situation, God. And at the end of the day, he's not used as a scapegoat because they couldn't get other people that they wanted. So now they're going to all pile it on him. That he does get exactly what you have called him to have. We're seeing the Heavenly Father, the imbalance sometimes. But, Lord, we don't focus on that. We focus on you being the righteous judge And you knowing what everyone is entitled to as far as punishment. Because, see, everything that we hear, no one knows what you know. Everything we see, no one sees what you see. So we're calling on you, the Heavenly Father. And, again, we deem it a blessing to uh, be called upon to lift these people up in prayer, the Heavenly Father. So now, God, we're going to hand him back to you everybody is involved, we're handing them to you, God, so that you have your perfect way and will over their life and situation. We give you thanks to Amen. Heavenly Father for the individual who submitted this story, Shanti's for relaying the information, God. We just give you thanks. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Shanti's We appreciate it.
1: Thank you. All righty uh,
2: We have had our fill today Of so much um, information And I'm going to say the same thing About, um, you know, this particular situation You know, let us learn Let us learn Let us learn We should have to go through these things ourselves to literally learn what it is to do right and wrong. Like I said, ill-gotten gain is discussed. How we get money, what we do with the money. You know, we are stewards over our finances. So, yes, we have every bit in, in, in of saying no thank you. We have every bit of responsibility for ensuring that once we get this money, that it is taking care of God's business. We can, we don't have the, the 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 luxury of just saying it's mine. God owns it all. And that's something we need to remember that nothing belongs to us. That God owns every single thing down to that false nail on your hand. It all Belongs to Him And I think if we start to focus on that You know We will now make better decisions That God is relying on us You know what Let me show you what this world looks like How our arrogance Can be so out of sort That You've gotten a way out Now there are things we didn't hear But on the onset It looks like hey You were getting a sweet deal And he didn't opt for that So you know we we gotta make sure That if God gives us An out Then we take the out You know sometimes God chooses to to Punish us in other ways Different than the way man Wants to punish us And that's why I brought up the story of David Because God gave him three options And he said Let me fall in the hands of the Lord Because the Lord is more Mm -hmm. merciful Than man is so God gives us options. Make sure you choose the right way to go. Make sure you choose God
1: at all
2: times, because no matter what, God is going to be to it that things get addressed properly in our lives. Okay? You've been listening to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph. Join us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., where we discuss matters of the heart, mind, and spirit. As you go through your day, be sure to set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. They will only serve as a distraction. <laughs> Remember, prayer changes things. It's Pastor Steph signing off. And I want to thank our sister, Gertie Gordon, for coming through big time for us as always, answering those questions and ooh, just giving us all the tea. Thank you for hanging out with us today. And uh, helping us do what we do. Please do not miss this opportunity to give Christ your life right now. Please do not miss this opportunity to uh, just strengthen that relationship with the Lord right now. Because later is not promised to us. Until tomorrow where it's Freestyle Friday, God Spares Our Life. And remember, today, keep checking Coach for Christian Life so you can get those videos for our sister, Gertie Gordon. Until tomorrow, God Spares. I love you.